0: Hey friend, welcome to She Said, She Said. Here on this podcast, I'm joining forces with a broad array of top-notch guests to share important life and career lessons, always with an eye toward insight, inspiration, and the drivers that help us build influence. I've spent three decades studying and learning the art of influence. Whether you're starting a business, raising money for a cause, advocating for a promotion, or running your own household, understanding influence will increase your chances of success, whatever your goals may be. Listening to She Said, She Said podcast may just be the smartest, most efficient investment you can make in you. Hey, friend, welcome to the podcast. This week, I wanted to reflect with you on something that I've been thinking a lot about, story. We've heard from some amazing storytellers on this podcast, and we've talked about the impact understanding and mastering the power of story can have as we think about building and sustaining influence. But another element strikes me as critical. It's not just the story. It's the edits we make to our story as we evolve. Which parts do you keep and which parts do you let go? Ever have an idea that captures your attention and then pops up over and over and over again in interesting ways? I find that this happens when I learn something new that really sticks with me and then I feel like the universe keeps serving it up again and again in new ways. Do you ever have that happen? It happened to me recently, really around this idea of editing our stories. Our stories, especially the ones we tell ourselves, are such a critical part of how we view ourselves and how we believe that we fit into the world around us. These stories matter. In fact, we may be our own most important and influential audience that little voice that lives inside your head. She can be a harsh critic, but she can also be an active audience member. This was a topic in my conversation with author and professional storyteller, Kendra Hall in episode 166. And the topic is also the subject of her soon to be released new book, which I'm really excited about. It's called Choose Your Story, Change Your Life. This idea of the stories we tell ourselves is also a direct tie into the concept of mindset. How we think about the experiences we're having and have had, and how we frame them, how we reflect on them and remember them, and ultimately use them going forward. When we tell ourselves things like we're not capable, Or when we tell ourselves, it's never been done before, so why try? When we tell ourselves we're not good enough, what's the impact of all of those negative thoughts versus what happens when we tell ourselves, "Mm, it's never been done before, so why not try? Or when we think about why do this because I'm destined to fail versus I'm going to try because what I learn will help me improve the process going forward. Then, in my conversation just last week with Dr. Samantha Boardman in episode 167, Samantha talks about this idea of being willing to be the un-you, meaning to reframe the way you're thinking about an experience in order to aspire to become the person that you hope to be. Now, to be clear, she's not saying to fundamentally change who you are, But instead, be willing to aspire to something different in the interest of personal growth and in the interest of getting out of your comfort zone. And if you listened to our conversation, you'll also recall that she used this technique to deal with self doubt she was having around public speaking. She did something very clever. She would channel her inner Barbara Walters, famous former journalist Barbara Walters. And Samantha would think to herself, What would Barbara do in this moment? Samantha would even write a little BW on every page of her script to remind her of what she was aspiring to. She wasn't delusional, and she didn't think she was trying to be Barbara Walters, but instead was trying to channel those traits that would help her build strength and confidence in that moment. Samantha also shared a story about being a young medical student and being asked by her professor, what is the purpose of therapy? She answered, to change our present. Wrong, he said. Hmm, she thought, to change our future? Wrong again, he said. The answer, the professor told her, was to change your past, to essentially rewrite the story that you've been telling yourself, especially when that story's not serving you well. Now, this is a technique that's used all the time in therapy, and it's a great one to really focus on for this conversation. Samantha talks about this a lot in her book as well, but it really got my attention, and I started digging a bit more deeply into this idea of the stories that we tell ourselves. It's not just about telling our stories. It's also about editing and deciding which parts to keep and which ones to let go of. It's also about reframing, changing the way we think about what happened. Was I a victim in this situation? Or was the experience something that is setting me up for something bigger, preparing me for something that I hadn't expected? Bottom line, we can choose the story. Then last week, I moderated a panel as part of an amazing organization that I'm privileged to be part of. It's called the Policy Circle. It's a collaborative women's professional and personal development group that's focused on empowering women to build their confidence by learning civic engagement and by digging into issues that impact our communities. I've included a link in the show notes for this episode if you want to learn more. The group held its annual summit, and I was delighted to host a conversation about the power of our stories. I started thinking about my own story and evolution and how, in some ways, a career evolution like mine is like writing a new script for yourself. You can take the pieces that make sense and from which you've learned and utilize them very differently than you might have originally imagined. And thinking about my own story, the idea of influence, which I focus on in this podcast, has always intrigued me. What are the building blocks? Thinking about this and learning about it has been a big part of my life for three decades, really my entire career way back when I was working in my first big job after college as a press secretary on Capitol Hill, when I was shaping how policy stories and stories about the senators that I worked for would be written, and then later as a corporate lobbyist and representing the interests of a global accounting firm, understanding influence, seeing it done well, and frankly, not so well, and thinking about the times when I really mastered it and then times when I could have done better. All of those experiences have culminated to this point where I can share what I hope is a thoughtful perspective and use that knowledge to help others. I'm hoping that as you listen to this podcast, this perspective is helpful as you think about your own journey and your own influence. I was thinking about all of this as I prepared for my panel at the Policy Circle, and I was struck by yet another interesting element an element that not only reinforces the power of story, but also of connection and how connection and mentorship can impact the trajectory of our stories. Not just the trajectory of our stories, but also how we think about them, the way we edit them, and even the way we might envision our lives going forward. I was joined on stage by two amazing women, Jenna Lee, who is the founder of Smart Her News, who will join me on She Said, She Said podcast soon. If you're not familiar with Smart Her News, I've included a link in the show notes for this episode, and I urge you to check it out. It's really brilliant. And then the Policy Circle founder, Sylvie Legere. Sylvie actually joined me on my very first episode of She Said, She Said podcast. She is a great friend she also happens to be the person who encouraged me to start a podcast in the first place sylvie knew that i was looking for an outlet to have a different kind of conversation she knew that i wanted to create a collaborative engaged community and she knew i wanted to add value to others and hopefully leave them you uplifted and inspired she encouraged me to embrace podcasting and it was a medium that honestly i knew next to nothing about that matters because sylvie saw aspects of my story that i could use to revise my own narrative she saw and she helped me see how a podcast could enable me to use my existing knowledge experience and my story and to share those things in ways that might help me reach a broader audience And to collaborate with others and to really challenge myself in a new way. Now, fast forward almost four years to the day from when she called me and said, Hey, you need to start a podcast. And today I have that successful podcast, which is now growing into a larger media platform. But Sylvie's nudge and her mentorship to me helped me revise my story and she helped me see it differently. Essentially, enabling me to redeploy those things that I knew, but in a new and different way. Now, since that time, My friend Sylvie has herself embraced the power of story in a new way to tell her own story and to share her journey of starting the policy circle. She talks about how the act of writing her story pushed her to embrace her vulnerability as a new author, something that she had to do in order to fully share what she had learned in an effort to help and inspire others. Now, Sylvie's book is called Trust Your Voice, a Roadmap to Focus on Influence, and I know we're going to be talking more about that in a future podcast. But as I thought about all of this last week, it struck me that when we're learning and growing, we're always editing and revising our stories. We're picking the details that are most important and that help us lay the groundwork for our next big adventure. We're pulling those threads that make us who we are and that help us become better versions of ourselves, even and especially when those threads include mistakes we've made, our failures, those times when we let ourselves and others down, perhaps. When we frame and edit those experiences in ways that are positive, we can absolutely deploy them as strengths even and maybe especially when they are painful in the moment what isn't particularly useful is when we let those setbacks define us in a negative way or when we let the negative stories that we tell ourselves become self-fulfilling said another way beliefs become actions and actions can determine our destiny the trick is to become more self-aware about the stories that live in our heads, including the ones that you may not be as consciously aware of. You can increase your self-awareness by doing things like journaling, one of my personal favorites, and by working to become more aware of those moments when you feel at your best and when you don't. Those feelings that impact how you approach a new challenge and how you think about yourself as a result. But it's really important to learn to edit those things about your story that are not serving you well. When I first bought my podcast microphone and sat down to record for the first time, I thought, what in the heck am I doing? What do I know about podcasting? Practically nothing was the answer, as I've already mentioned. And those first few episodes are evidence enough of that fact. But what became clear to me very quickly was that while many of the technical aspects of podcasting were new to me, there were many other aspects of this work where I saw how I could use what I knew and what I was good at to create content that could be useful to you. I saw how I was able to draw from experience and knowledge gained over a long career and use it differently. I saw how I could take my ability to put others at ease in a conversation and build a rapport and use that. I also saw how what I had learned about building influence could be shared to help others. That last point is perhaps the most important. Rewriting my story enabled me to evolve and create a new passion, and that passion motivates me to share what I've learned, but also to challenge myself and hopefully you too. Those are the things that still keep me coming back to the mic, even when I feel unsure or when self-doubt inevitably bubbles up, because it does for all of us. I'm reminded of the incredible advice from this very podcast and from so many of my guests about how to tackle that doubt and lean into it and why I know that I'll always be better on the other side when I do. Because I want to share something that's actionable with you as part of this conversation, here's a great exercise to help you focus in on the stories that may not be serving you so well and to understand what they are. This is especially helpful for those who are contemplating a career pivot. So here's what I want you to do. Think about a time when you were at your best. Those times when the work you were doing or the project you were tackling were leaving you challenged and fulfilled and able to really tap into what felt like your true gifts and your strengths. Maybe even a time when you were exhausted, but you felt more filled than you felt depleted. Then think about those times when that wasn't the case. Also, think about those topics that have always inspired you. Maybe it was in your way, way back as a kid, something you might not have thought about for a while. You might even ask friends and family and mentors for their input on this question as well. What do they remember really resonating with you as a kid? Then next, look at your journey thus far. Think about how you define yourself and your work today. And how are those stories, the ones that you've written and that you tell yourself, How are they helping you create more influence? How are they helping you tackle goals, boost your confidence, or helping you climb back on when you fall off? How do your stories impact or inform your emotional responses? How do they impact your ability to manage yourself, for example? They are often the reason why we react the way that we do. They inform and they give context to our emotions. But self-awareness is the first major lever of influence. And story and how we think about our stories falls squarely in this bucket. Breaking free of a negative narrative by finding a way to shift and reframe your story can be incredibly liberating and also critical to your future success and happiness. So friend, I'm curious, how do you think about your own stories? Are there stories you tell yourself that are worthy of some edits, perhaps? I'd really, really love to hear, and I'd love to hear what's resonating with you as we continue to dig into this topic of influence. As always, friend, I hope you found this little investment of your time worthwhile. I'd love to have your feedback. Coming up next week, I'll be welcoming Wharton Professor Katie Milkman. She's the author of a terrific book entitled How to Change. Friend, I am delighted that you joined us today, and I'd love to hear what you thought of this or any of our She Said, She Said podcast episodes. You can send me an email via the contact link on our website at she said, she said podcast.com or message me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn or Twitter. I would love to hear from you until next week. Take care.